Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellams. With me is math professor Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. And with us on the phone, Peter Winkler, the author of Mathematical Mindbenders. Good morning. Good morning. Peter teaches at Dartmouth. And um, last week you gave us what I thought was going to be the simplest puzzle in the history of this segment on the program, but I was wrong, apparently. Once again, it it's simple. It's poker. It's five-card draw. And you're going to have a full house. You can pick any five cards to make the best full house possible. And Heim said his first inclination, and my first inclination, was three aces, two kings, aces over kings. But that's not correct? That's not correct. And here's the reason. Okay. Uh, First of all, you know that once you have the three aces, no one is going to beat you with another full house. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because you've got the majority of the aces already. So three aces and, and any other pair um, is the best full house, uh, will beat any other full house in the deck. So all you have to worry about is hands that are better than a full house, and in particular, you have to worry about straight flushes. Right. Okay. You can't do much about four of a kind, but um, if you pick three aces and two kings then you have not prevented very many of the straight flushes. Um, the the uh, opponents will not be able to have uh, uh, an ace-high straight flush or a king-high straight flush in any suit where you have the ace or the king, or uh, a straight flush ace-2, 3, 4, 5 in a suit where you have the ace. Right. But um, if you have, uh, if your pair is a card between uh, is either a pair of sixes, a pair of sevens, a pair of eights, or a pair of nines, then you've prevented the largest number of possible straight flushes by the opponents. So the answers are three aces and a pair of nines, three aces and a pair of eights, a pair of sevens, or a pair of sixes. Now, in the book, I made a slight miscalculation and also allowed the hand which has three aces and a pair of fives. Mm. But one of the fives and one of your aces needs to be in the same suit. Oh. And it was pointed out to me by one of my readers that in that suit you will have doubled covered one of the straight flushes. And so that hand is just a tiny bit weaker than the others. Mm -hmm. I like that puzzle very much. So next time we're we're cheating at poker, we'll have to keep this. <laughs> and of course what you hope is is the person sitting across the table from you, one of your opponents has picked up three kings and two queens. And that way they'll that would just be perfect. feed the pot there. <laughs> Although I got to tell you if I do have three aces and two kings, I'm probably throwing a lot of chips in. I think that would make sense for most <laughs> games. That's a puzzle that's found in Mathematical Mindbenders. We're talking with Peter Winkler. Do you, do you have another puzzle for us, Peter? Yes, yeah, so here's another one. Okay. There are 25 ants on a meter rod. Okay. And uh, they're, they're at various sort of arbitrary positions on the rod, and some of them are, fa- are facing west, and some of them are facing east. The 13th ant from... from Either end is Aunt Alice. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is that at a certain signal, all the ants begin to march. And ants march at exactly one centimeter per second in whatever direction they're facing. Okay. If they run into another ant, 
the two ants immediately switch directions and head back the other way at the same speed. They bounce off of each other, so they, to speak. In effect, they bounce off of each other. So if I'm heading west and I run into you, I'm turning around and I'm now heading east and vice versa for you. Exactly. Okay. And uh, so what's happening is that ants are bouncing off each other all over the place, and some of them are falling off the ends of the rod. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, how long do you have to wait before you can be sure that Alice has fallen off the rod? Hmm. Because Alice is probably going to bump into some fellow ants quite a few times. That's right. And, and, and reverse Alice direction. Alice may be bouncing back and forth a bit, but eventually she will be off the rod. And the question is, how long do you have to wait to be sure that Alice has, has, been, has fallen off the rod? And I guess the answer is the same uh, for all of the, all of the ants. Is it, is it important that she's the 13th one? It actually is the same for all of the ants. You, you, uh, so another way to ask the question would be, how long do you have to wait before you can be sure that all of the ants are falling off the rod? Okay. All right, so the answer next week, ants on a rod. The name of the book is Mathematical Mindbenders. Peter Winkler, thank you so much. Thank you very much. You're welcome.